You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website builtforthestage.com or click the link in the description of this episode and you can work for seven days with your own Broadway fitness coach on an online app. So check it out. No catch, no gimmicks. Builtforthestage.com. If you like Built for the Stage podcast, please rate, subscribe, and leave a comment. It'd be greatly appreciated. All right, please enjoy this conversation. Here she is, Christina Alabato from Mean Girls. She also debuted on Broadway in American Idiot. Mm-hmm. She came. She kept things all American by going into American Psycho next. And then she got mean in Mean Girls. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I love being here with you guys. You're so fun. It's it's a pleasure. Uh, <laughs> thanks for taking the time. You just got done watching the final run of the national tour for Mean Girls. She's getting emotional right now. I can see it in her eyes. Tell <laughs> us was, a little bit about it. Oh my gosh. It was this like insane experience. It was the entire creative team. Everybody was there. Casey Nicklaw, Casey Hushin, our associate, Tina, Jeff, everyone, the entire Broadway company watching and rooting on the entire tour company and their final run in the room. And as an actor, you know, you do a lot of runs for designers and people are working in those rooms. So with a comedy, especially, it can seem like you want the energy in the room, but the designers are busy wondering like, what am I going to do there? What am I going to do there? So there's, it's less like an audience feel, I guess, when people that work on the show watch it, not all the time, but sometimes. So the energy that was in that room at New 42 today was like, insane. I Everyone was so emotional and heightened and so excited for this new group of people to take Mean Girls on the road. And there were a lot of incredible changes and 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 twerks, tweaks that they were making on it. And um, it was so special to be in that room with everybody and all of us meeting our counterparts. And, and just, it was really, I will never forget that. Cool. Yeah. How is it seeing things that you do or say on stage every night or every matinee and seeing it like in a different light or a different perspective. Inspiring, it's inspiring. I think after the run, we all kind of looked at each other and we were like, let's go do the show. Cause there's something about, you know, I've been a swing once, but it's nice to get swung out of the show every once in a while to just really see, you know, this is my, I think I'm on close to 200 performances. I'd have to look, but after you do it a lot, it becomes such a part of you that you kind of almost forget the massive picture that you're in the entire time. So it was so cool to watch everybody doing what we do every night 
And then the fact that we get to go do it tonight is just so exciting and it's revitalizing. And it was really cool. I mean, Megan, who plays Gretchen, is freaking brilliant. So it was really cool to see a Gretchen sister mm. giving Gretchen all she deserves. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, cool. Other changes uh, along with the cast, another cast going out on tour is that Taylor is now out and Renee Rapp is now in, right? Yeah. So how does that dynamic kind of affect or or change the show right now? Have you been rehearsing with her or is it just like a straight put in? How did that go down? Yeah, so Renee joined us in the summer actually. Um, she was Regina for I think three weeks. Uh, Taylor took a leave to go do a, another show, I think at the Muni. Um, so we rehearsed with Renee back in the summer. We did a full rehearsal process with her, um, spacing, put in, all that kind of stuff. And then um, she did the run for three weeks and then now she's back. And so we did a brush up rehearsal last week, but other than that, She's just our new queen bee starting tonight. Yeah. We're going to do it. She's amazing. She's 19 and the baddest ass lady I've ever met. Um, what, say ass? What make, yeah, what makes her a badass? <laughs> just she's so poised and confident and kind. And like just for her, just for where she's at, she's, you know, 19. And this is her first Broadway show. This is her first like big like musical. She won the Jimmy Award, of course, um, last year. But she is just so gracious with everything that she does and when she walks into the building and it's, she's just a complete pleasure to have and she's incredible as regina she terrifies me <laughs> that's a plus <laughs> um so with your character gretchen um for me i just saw the show um aaron what's up aaron uh shout out to you fam just hey, saw aaron. aaron and then i got to kind of uh, meet you now indirectly through that. So I'm really excited. Thanks for being here again. Mm -hmm. More than any other character to me, it seemed like it seemed like Gretchen spotlighted moments in regards to like her primary longing to like wanting to be accepted. And have you I just wanted to ask, have you taken any lessons outside of the show from Gretchen where that whole line of like self acceptance and things along that you know, in that nature yeah. that you take, because it's so prevalent in theater and acting and auditioning. Absolutely. The, the longing, the need to be accepted. Totally. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the reasons that my audition process was so successful, auditioning for Gretchen, was there is something about her, I mean, you said it exactly right, is that that's how we feel half the time. Am I enough? Is this enough? Are they going to like me? What can I do to be liked more, to get the next job, to book that? And as much as we, I mean, I practice a lot of meditation and mind quieting things that I think has, I talk about this a lot when I'm teaching or when I have students, is that I think that half of our job is also like mind, like mind game and also quieting the mind. So I work really hard on that. But the cool thing about Gretchen was I got to kind of allow all of those thoughts not only me as Christina, me as an actor, me as a Gretchen, me auditioning for Gretchen, all of that stuff, I kind of let it come in when I was auditioning because that's Gretchen's whole story. And it allowed me to use that for maybe the first time in an audition setting in a room that was really intimidating, though not intimidating at all, the nicest people, but like, you know, to Tina Fey's like an idol of mine and to Casey Nicola and everyone involved with this show. So it was really kind of cathartic to audition for Gretchen. And I think I get to use that each night too. And I think that's what I love the most about her is that no matter how much we work to 
allow ourselves to feel confident in this business, in any business, really, as a human being with relationships. We all still have that. And um, and Gretchen tries to combat it. I always think like in Mean Girls, like the sequel, she would like maybe figure it out. Like she gets so close in the show mm -hmm. to cracking it. But yeah, I just love her. <laughs> you talked about the audition process for you and how you approached it with Gretchen. Outside of auditioning for a role like Gretchen, when you go into the room, how much is it you go in and quote unquote, do you? How much is it you go in there trying to give them what they want? Mm. Or is it like a fine balance? It really is a balance. I think I've gotten better as I've gone, you know, I've been doing, I've been doing this, I guess I say it 10, almost 11 years now, like here in the city, like grinding and working and all that stuff. And I do, I do find that it's that balance, but the most important thing is me. And I have figured that out because even allowing myself to, to be Gretchen in that, for instance, it was my, you know what I mean? It was me as Gretchen versus me trying to be the Gretchen that was there before me or replicate something or do what they wanted. Because in the end, if they wanted, they're going to want what, who you are, not really like how you do it. And so I always just try to, uh, my rules really are be authentically you within the confines of the character and be kind. Mm. I mean, those are the things that keep me focused in the audition room because um, they want you to do well. And I think the farther along you get in, we all kind of know each other and know one another from something. And so I do believe that if the role is supposed to be part of my life, it will be. And that does allow me to release a little bit yeah. when I'm auditioning. Yeah, perfect. I, I reference her a million times, I feel like, on this podcast, but Rachel sure said, Rachel has to be the same with a job, without a job, on stage, off the stage. It all starts with just you as yes. the person, mm -hmm. as the person, for sure. Yes, um, I, I tell young people that all the time when they ask me, what's the best thing I can do for myself prepping to come to New York or audition for college programs? And I always tell them it's, it's really about connecting with yourself and figuring out who you are authentically. Because in the end, we're all auditioning for the same roles, but the reason that you get them is because it's you, it's your version. Yeah, there's only um, one you. Yeah, I uh, really believe it. You're referencing, you're teaching a lot. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Oh, sure. I just mean over the years. I'm not doing anything specifically, though. I am planning on maybe starting some master classes and things with some friends. You'll see some stuff coming out about that soon. TBD. Um, TBD. But uh, <laughs> anytime I, I teach some students privately, again, like I was saying, my husband and I have a small self-tape business in our house. So we do a lot of coaching out of there. And and I've worked with like Broadway Workshop and work with Broadway. And I just, it's something that makes me so happy uh, to to just share with young people that like want to know about what we do and are so excited to learn and to ask questions. And it just, it brings me a lot of joy in this business. I did it a lot on tour. I think that's what got me. I did three tours kind of in a row and at all the universities and all the different cities, I got to do a lot of um, master classes and teaching in that uh, capacity. And I just love it. It makes me so happy. Mm. So segueing, segueing into something different here, we were talking earlier about my friend and yours, Ian Paget. Hi, Ian. Hey, Ian. Uh, <laughs> you guys were in This Ain't No Disco together. Mm -hmm. And I saw a couple other things on your resume, readings, workshops, things like that. Is there anything that you've done project-wise that you would hope can make it to the next step in development? Yeah, it's so funny. I, I think the more years that I do this, it's like, I look at my list of all this, like readings and workshops, like you said, and labs that I've done. And it's pretty cool to look back and, you know, you have a little hand in a lot of different things, which is exciting. And I do look at 
at all of that. And so everything I've worked on has something that I love about it. And it has been really cool to take a couple of things from kind of the ground up to its Broadway stage, like American Psycho, or to the off-Broadway stage, like um, Lazarus, which I took from the first reading until we you know, closed and off-Broadway and did the cast album. And there's something so cool to look back at that. And that's why I always say, like, I never don't like a musical that I see in New York because I always call it like a, it's a, it's a little miracle every time a show makes it from the first reading and to opening night on Broadway or even off Broadway or even their regional premiere. And so I, I do love looking back on all of that because it's, it's amazing to watch things come. And I, and I hope everything that I worked on makes it however the writers want. And it's just, I, that is one of my favorite parts about what we do is that development process because everyone's so creative and we all just want each other to succeed, whether it be a writer, director, costume designer. I mean, so it just feels like we're all one family trying to like have our art succeed. And success also doesn't have to be Broadway. It can be so many different things. So yeah, I kind of love everything that I've had a little moment with. That's what I always call it, like a moment. (laughs) So you you won't choose a particular project you'll just say they were all great i think so yeah all right, they're all, great. <laughs> all right. christina's running for president here come up, so. uh you were talking about the grind for like 11 or 12 years here in the city with built for the stage being a broadway fitness brand i try to par- i try to parallel some things in fitness to the theater career what's something daily or pretty consistently you tend to practice practice to keep you on the straight and narrow to keep you moving forward in your career or life? Yeah. I've always been a foot on the gas pedal kind of person since I was 18 and started doing this. And I think part of that is finding some structure within something that is so unstructured, which is our career. I will spend, like right now I'm on Broadway and it's great. And I have my, I know I'm doing the show at night, but last year I was unemployed for half the year and I had to make my own schedule and make my own regiment of how to stay fit focused, energized, excited, and not too complacent waiting for the next thing. I find that a lot of actors wait, and I did that for a while, and it made me very unhappy. Um, and I, when once I stopped waiting, that's when things not only started happening, but I started enjoying my life. And I, you know, meeting people, and I met my husband, and once you kind of let that go, I do think that a lot of things can become more clear. But as for practice, I mean, I... The show makes it a little difficult for me to work out, honestly. I'm sore all the time. I'm in these, you saw the show, the heels that I'm in prevent my feet from being able to handle much in general in my day-to-day, even in sneakers, because they're always um, swollen or tired. And the balls of my feet feel bruised half the time, so I have a hard time. So I do a lot of yoga at home when I wake up in the morning and then stretching before the show. But when I'm not in a show, I run like four to five times a week. And then I do um, some light. My husband's trying to get me more into like weight training. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have some I have I have some things to say about about your reasoning, but we can talk about it after. Sure. <laughs> um, but outside of fitness, like zoom in a little bit about maybe in between shows when you weren't cast in Mean Girls just yet, and you were talking about like I used to wait, but then I kind of transformed into making my own schedule and being more forward thinking. Like, yeah. Just for the people listening out there, is there any, just like a 
a tidbit or a detail of what that might look like just for them to maybe take hold of and help them out there as well if they're struggling? Yeah, it it took a lot of practice. I mean, I think I meditate a lot and people always say like, meditation is the work. So it's like, I had to put in a lot of work to get to the place of feeling balanced and calm. And um, I think that part of that was like, I read a ton of self-help books and a ton of I loved this book called The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. I don't know if you've read it. I highly recommend it if you haven't, about being your own business owner. I mean, I started seeing myself as Christina Incorporated. And the only person that has the ability to change it is me. And that doesn't mean I can force getting a job. Um, I can't force someone casting me. But the things I can control, like my body, what I eat, how I perceive things, my mental health, and my relationships, that all will allow me to do the best version of me in all aspects of this as a business. And I think once I started thinking about it more like that, I found a lot of clarity. And I like running outside. I like meditating. I like meeting with friends. I like bouncing ideas off of each other, practicing self-tapes. And once I started seeing that it wasn't all just like, what audition is next and how can I get it? I became a better artist and person, I think, a happier person. I need to do a snippet of those last two minutes and send it to all of my clients. <laughs> you talking about just taking responsibility for thyself. You have to. Oh man. What makes a good self-tape? What makes a good self-tape? Yeah, what makes a good self-tape? To me, lighting and sound. Lighting and sound. You can do it on your iPhone. You can be as untalented as can be, but if the lighting and sound is good, then we no. good to go. Uh, and the acting, obviously. I thought you meant more like technical. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just being a, a, a dummy. Um, no, I always say, and you, um, again, we were talking a little bit about our small business out of our home. What is, does that have a name? Self Tape NYC. There is. Is it? Um, is there a website? selftapenyc.com. There it is. Is there <laughs> an Instagram or anything? It. There is. I started it though. Is it at selftapenyc? There you, you know go. <laughs> there you go. Um, Consistent branding. Oh, that's going to make me go post on it now because I haven't in a while. <laughs> oh, good. Post it up. I know. Um, yeah, he started that business, God, I think seven years ago. And uh, it's been great for us. But anytime people ask, we always say lighting and sound. Mm -hmm. Do the audio. A lot of people skip the audio. I think it's important. Mm. Yeah. I don't know the first thing about it. But if I decide to make a comeback, I guess I know where to go. <laughs> SelfTapeNYC.com. Wow, thanks. <laughs> the, all right, we're going to take a quick little break here to talk about Broadway's fittest. Go for the Stage is hosting a friendly fitness competition for actors. And it's, it's friendly, all right? It's going to be in Astoria at CrossFit Queens, where I used to train. It's only 20 minutes from Times Square. And it's going to be super fun. Think NYU theater major working out alongside of, I don't know, Gretchen from Mean Girls. <laughs> Maybe Christina will show up. A competition, you say. Don't worry. Like I said, it's friendly. It might as well be, I've been saying, a bowling tournament. But it could be like throwing darts, for goodness sake. It's just fitness because, well, we're built for the stage. So October 14th to date. That's a Monday, that's on Columbus Day. So for those of you that are in the show, you don't have one. So make sure you show up, unless you're in one of the Disney shows that have, I think it's Aladdin that's on Mondays, yeah. Sorry, Mike and Jacob, but you guys are gonna come anyways, right? You get a free t-shirt and you also get draft tickets for some drinks afterwards. If you want to participate, spots are filling up, go to Instagram at Bill for the Stage, tap the link in the bio and then tap Broadway's Fittest and away you go. 
If you want a promo code to get into the competition for free, then DM me on Instagram and let's have a chat. All right, speaking of chats, back to our chat with Christina. I was obsessed with like the tray choreography. I love the tray choreography. I love the the bedroom scene with you're on the bed right when the bed goes back. Yeah, yeah. I love that scene. Yeah. What can we talk about in that scene? I'm just, oh gosh. I was so I was laughing. I, was, I mean, I was, oh the the burn book scene essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's the that's the iconic Mean Girls scene, right? Like when we talk about the burn book and Jen Samard being the greatest comedian of all time. <laughs> right. Yeah. As the mother. Don't tell anyone that's listening, but I did not see Mean Girls, the movie. You haven't? I literally came in with a clean slate. Wow. Are you going to go watch the movie now? You've never seen the movie? Never saw it. (gasps) I've I've heard of like references. Yes. I was talking to Mo Brady. He and I were, we got together last night and I referenced You Got Mail and he's never seen You Got Mail. Oh my God, I love You Got Mail. Is that, I know, right? Is that the (gasps) same thing? One of my favorite movies. Is that equal to me not seeing Mean Girls or is that like, that's another level, right? That's another level. I mean, that is another, I mean, God. No, it is pretty, you know what though? It's equal. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) All right, I guess I gotta go see it. All right, well, uh, tell the audience a little bit about Let's talk about your transitions. I love the scenic transitions as well, how you kind of just seamlessly went from one place to the other, the rolling of the desks. Yeah. Um, the way the bed rolled back at the end. Right. Any Anything like when you, maybe when you're, rehe- I like to ask when you're rehearsing and they're like, all right, this is how this is gonna happen. And you're like, how is that gonna work? <laughs> and then you get into tech and you're like, oh. Totally. I think Casey Nicola with this production in particular, does such a good job. You know, the screens are super dynamic. They take us from scene to scene, but he keeps the whimsy of what we all love about theater, which is like people rolling on the bathroom. Like, did you, I don't know if you remember that, but stuff like that, or that I wheel on my own desk, like I'm wheeling myself on. Again, the bed is being pulled back. It's not on a track. It is physically being pulled back by um, some stagehand, um, incredible stagehand people that like, I look at them and I'm like, you guys, work your butts off. You're um, the real MVP. Real MVP. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, I think the show is so fun because of that. Like I always say my second act is funny because we're just in and out and in and out and in and out. And uh, I was talking about all my shoes. I remember the most nerve wracking thing in the rehearsal room was the fact that I had a different pair of shoes in every single scene. And I don't wear heels in my life. And so I had one pair of rehearsal heels and I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? Because I'm in like four inch tiny little stilettos and they're not dance shoes we had a discussion about if the plastics could wear Leducas. And we just decided <laughs> it can't, they have to wear like the normal shoes. Uh-huh. But but it's it's cool to, you asked in rehearsal, it's, I, I rehearsed since I was a replacement with the associate uh, director and the stage managers at like Ripley Greer or whatever with a chair as the bed or whatever. And so it is kind of cool for it to come to life for the first time. And for me, it came to life the first time in my put-in, which for those of you that don't know out there, a put-in is the final rehearsal before I am Gretchen Wieners. And it's the first time you get to do it with the whole company as a replacement. And you're in costume by yourself, which is insane. So as Gretchen Wieners, I remember I was like, I feel insane. Mm-hmm. Everyone's in there like Lululemons and I am Gretchen Wieners with my hair full of secrets and these four inch <laughs> heels running around the stage for the first time. So for it to all come to life for the first time is super magical, especially in our show. I just... I love all that. Like you said, all the transitions are so um, 
I keep saying whimsical. I, that's what I feel. Mm. It just reminds me of, again, like the tactile version of theater that I love, which yeah. is the projections are incredible in our show and in every show, but to also have the stalls there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of it. I just recently directed Mary Poppins and we had all of the chimney sweeps when they weren't on, they were moving and transporting us to the different scenes. And they would do this cute little like hand clap, like they're all finished, like setting it up. And they're very much like a part of the show without yeah. being a part of it. I love that. And I felt the same way, like, okay, I clearly see you moving the desk, which isn't really what I'm supposed to be seeing as far as like right. what's actually happening. But I accept it because of the thematic through line that you guys created, which was great. Absolutely. I appreciate that <laughs> for sure. All right, Christina, thanks for being on Bill for the Stage podcast. Of course. The show was great. The vocals, people, were great. I've seen a lot of shows um, the past year or two uh, just with clients and whatnot. And I haven't said that yet, but that was something I wanted to get to. The vocals were like, they're spot on. So yeah. congrats to you and thank, the cast. Thank you. The first time I saw the show, I remember being like, this is, the singing is incredible. It, yeah. it is just so, I was like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> yeah. It was great. All right. So that was Christina Alabado from Mean Girls. Make sure you check out um, all that stuff, the self-tape NYC. Um, you can follow her on the Insta at her name, mm -hmm. Christine Alabado. That's uh, K-R-Y-S-T-I-N-A-A-L-A-B-A-D-O. Mm -hmm. Boom. The Insta. Do you do like Twitter? I do Twitter. Yeah, it's the same. I, I can't get into it. I have it there. I... I can follow it because it's like a news feed, like true news. It's like, yes. oh, dang, boom. And like a million different perspectives from all the, but me, it's like, I don't know. What am I gonna, what am I gonna say? Po like positive fitness, like, you know, I guess. quotes. But I'm already like. Like, what's your money note, bro? That's a tweet right there. Yeah. Can I just do that same thing every day? Yeah. I got this What's one. this one? The Luke is body. Get it? Make a list. Ian says it's a thing. I still don't get it, but he says it's a thing. Luke? Yeah, Luke. On our Instagram, uh, when I joined, it was, check out our new Luke. Right. Adam Perry, another client, he just posted something about, like, I'm serving you a Luke or something. <laughs> so I had to comment on his post. I was like, oh. I, and I tagged Ian. I'm like, you're right. You're like, like I get it. It's a thing. <laughs> Thank you for not misleading me and wasting these shirts. Appreciate it. <laughs>
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.